Chapter Fifteen of My Actor Husband. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ashley Jane. My Actor Husband by Anonymous. Chapter Fifteen. When experience came in some time later, bringing a cup of chicken broth, she found me at my writing desk. Commenting on my flushed cheeks, she urged me back to bed. But a feverish energy had seized upon me. To work, to accomplish, to be independent of another's maintenance. There was a prescience that in the not far distant future I should have need of such resource, materially and spiritually. I shook off the foreboding as a connotation of my physical condition. To take my place in the world's work was the grandiose euphemism with which I lulled my uneasiness. The same night I unearthed my working kit from the closet in which it had been stored. One of the rooms of our apartment bearing the honorary title of boudoir had a southern exposure, and, as we were on the first floor nearest heaven, the light was good even on gloomy days, which abounded at this season of the year. I shall never forget the sense of exhilaration with which I cleared the decks for action. It was as if some great force had breathed the vital impetus into my nostrils. When I had donned my brown overall apron, I paused and inhaled deep and long. It was the first free breath I had drawn for weeks. In reviewing the busts I had made of Boy while he was still a baby, I was struck with the child's likeness to his father. Even experience commented on it. I set to modelling other heads. Inspired by the example of our sculptor friend, I essayed studies in expression. Boy, in a laughing mood. Boy, crying. Sulking, in a temper. Boy asleep, his head pillowed on Snyder. Snyder, now so altered and disfigured by painless surgery at the hands of experience as to be hardly recognisable. From the face and head I turned to a study of the hands. It had always appeared to me that there was more of the real character written in the human hand than in any other feature of the human form. I studied, absorbingly, the expression the artist had portrayed in the hands of the inscrutable one as they emerged from the cloud-like drapery in the final grouping on the mount. Strength, firmness, a certain largeness and benignity, and withal a caressing tenderness. It pleased and surprised me to observe how, with each new effort, the clay responded more readily to my touch. Sometimes I made experiments with modelling wax, a pinch here, a pressure there, and the whole expression changed. 
when my touch had mastered a certain sureness and deftness i planned a nude of boy with the idea of later executing it in marble i worked unceasingly a relentless energy urged me on to what purpose it never suggested itself to inquire in my ardour i hardly paused to eat but conception is one thing execution another i began to understand the dogged grind the sculptor had spoken of a kind of despair flagged my spirit at such times i dragged myself out of doors sometimes boy would accompany me on these walks but for the greater part i went alone i liked the overcast drizzly days best there was a quiet a solace in the unfrequented paths and woodsy corners of the upper boundaries of the park i spent hours sitting upon the rocks feeding the friendly squirrels or tramping in the leaf mouldy tangle and by degrees my spirit yielded to the balm of solitude once again life fell into a groove i told myself i had reached a readjustment of my life for boy's sake if for no other my husband and i should go on together the fact that i still loved my husband i placed as a parenthetic consideration in my plans boy was the capstone of our married life having brought him into the world without the desire or power of selection on his part obviously our first duty was to the child honour thy father and thy mother had always appeared to me in dire need of amendment why honour parents who are not qualified to command either respect or affection be fruitful and multiply whether saint or sinner breed 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 poor when will a wise prophet arise to reveal a doctrine of eugenics to preach that quality not quantity makes for the betterment of a race that to be well born is the rightful heritage of the unborn with the resolution to write my husband out of the fullness of my convictions i hurried homeward the wind had shifted and sharp bits of sleet cut against my face hearing me come in experience had brought me a cup of tea i smiled at the gingerbread dogs all replicas of snyder which she told me she had made with the hope of amusing boy he had been querulous and quite unlike his happy self she feared he was not well though at this moment he was sleeping quietly i tiptoed into his room and discerning no unnatural symptoms i left him undisturbed the letter written i gave myself up to the quiet hour it was dusk and with night a soothing hush seemed to pervade the activities of man in the shadows of the room the whiteness of the plaster casts gleamed like tombstones the lonely sentinels of the dead i recall i shuddered at the thought and forthwith switched on the light once in every little while i looked in upon my boy 
When at last he opened his eyes and smiled at me, I hugged him to my breast with such vehemence as to make him cry out. His bedtime bath had always been the signal for a romp. Tonight, however, he seemed disinclined to play. A hot dryness of his skin caused me to take his temperature. I found nothing disquieting in the slight rise, and in response to his mood I lay down beside him to wait for the sandman. All night he tossed. In the morning the temperature had risen to an alarming degree. I sent for the doctor. He came twice during the day. In the night Boy was seized with a convulsion. When the doctor arrived in answer to a summons by telephone, he looked grave. Something clutched about my heart. It was with almost superhuman effort I framed the words, Shall I send for his father? The doctor nodded. How long will it take him to get here? He said. End of chapter 15 Recording by Ashley Jane